Welcome to HB RV Lifestyle, the podcast. I am the host, the Honey Badger, giving it to you straight about the RV business as always. Transparency is name of the game, folks. That's how I roll, and this is an action-packed show, third day in a row. We got a lot to get to, so we need to get started pretty fast because I'm going to make this a shorter episode, half hour. We need to start with uh, a couple of items that occurred today on uh, Sunday, uh, November 26, 2023. Pardon my sniffling today. Good Lord. Let's begin with the path that it seems that a lot of customers are taking. Uh, You, the consumer... Or overthinking things. I've noticed that today. There's a lot of overthinking about the whole process. And my job has always been to try to simplify it for you. And I'm hoping this YouTube channel, this podcast, I hope it does help you. So one of the things I want to simplify is when you're a first-time buyer... It is a very overwhelming feeling. <clears throat> I remember when I first started selling them, it was extremely overwhelming to walk on a large lot and see a sea of RVs. And what ends up happening is a lot of times they start jumbling together. You'll go see eight or nine of them, and then they just start looking the same after that. <clears throat> can't remember quite what you liked you you begin to how do i put this it's hard because i want to be politically correct but at the same time i want to be transparent i guess the best way to put it would say it's like going into willy wonka's chocolate factory You're all wowed by everything around, but retain nothing. And the reason for that is you have no guidance. You're not allowing guidance to happen. Now, in your defense, there's not a lot of guys like me, like Josh the RV nerd, like Miles, like Matt and his towable and RV reviews. You get a lot of false information from YouTube and TikTok influencers that, let's be frank, are talking out of their ass. Um, I, I was just talking to my finance manager at the El Cajon store, and I told her, I showed her a, a, a YouTube channel. In fact, let me look it up real quick. So if you're watching on YouTube right now, the, the podcast, you're going to love this. <clears throat> so I'm going to... Pull this lady's YouTube channel up. And the only way I can really search for it is by putting her name as Karen. So I think it's a a lady complaining about RDVs. Hold on, let me get to that. Complaining about RVs. Okay. So I can't ever remember what her channel name is. So that's the only way I ever find her. 
because there's just so many people that, <clears throat> pardon me, are just, God, man, they, 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 they just complain and complain and complain. Uh, Liz Amazing. There it is. Liz Amazing is the... What's the most challenging thing here we go. about RV life? Do I ever... Liz is the biggest complainer on God's green earth. <clears throat> to clarify this, I'm not saying that her YouTube channel is a bad one, but every single video is bad experience after bad experience after bad experience 63,000 views 546,000 views our motorhome has been nothing but trouble rv buyers stays says stay away from this dealership not safe jaco needs to see this video guys i'm going to tell you something about the rv world The RV world, if you're going to be a newbie, if you're going to be a first-time buyer for any type of travel trailer, fifth-wheel motorhome, it doesn't matter if it's pre-owned or new. It doesn't matter if you buy from a dealer or buy from someone off the street. It doesn't matter if you go and rebuild one that you find at the junkyard or at pick-apart or maybe at an auction. What will go wrong can go wrong. I've been very transparent about that for years. This is an earthquake on wheels. Liz Amazing, I want you to hear me. And I hope someone shares this with you. You are an idiot. If you do not think that this will always be an earthquake on wheels. And I'm not mad at you, dear. If you're listening to this or watching this, I'm not mad at you. I understand. I was just like you 15 years ago. And then I spent a month in a factory helping them build them. That's something I don't share with people. I've never shared that. I took a month off. Everybody wondered at Giant RV why I took uh, December of 2014 off. I took it off because I was so mad and so angry with the manufacturers of RVs because all I did was get calls and complaints. And spending one month building them, not just repairing them, I've always repaired them, one month building them changed my whole perspective. Learning about EPA regulations. Learning about how manufacturing actually works. And then the last thing, which I'm going to film for my regular YouTube channel. When I get back this week, one of my goals on <clears throat> the first week of December, one of my goals is to film me sitting in a travel trailer going 30 miles an hour down a street. Because I want to show you what the travel trailer looks like 
going down the road at 35 miles an hour. I did it before. I did it. I won't tell you what plant I did it at because that's unfair to those guys because the guy who is the plant manager is still working there. Him and I got along really good. <clears throat> In fact, him and I talk once a month. And he reminded me about the time I got into a 14, or of, I'm sorry, a 24-foot travel trailer. And he hooked it up to a truck. And we took off at 40 miles an hour down the road. And I about broke my neck. Because no matter how you look at it, it doesn't matter what kind of suspension you put on it. It doesn't matter what you do. The travel trailer, the way it sits, you can have the axles spread out. You can have the axles forward. You can have them back. It doesn't matter what you do. It is like putting a 6.0 earthquake at your house. So you have to expect things to go wrong at first. So if you're a first-time buyer... My best advice to you is do not overthink it. Do not over-research on the internet because all you're going to find is negative crap. What you need to do, this is what you research, folks. This is how you do it. <clears throat> it doesn't matter if you live in Canada. It doesn't matter if you live in Florida, Texas, Oklahoma. doesn't matter where you live. This is what you do. You don't go to the sales department first. On a slow day during the winter or during the fall or even early spring before tax season really gets going, this is my advice to you. Go talk to the technicians at the dealership. Go into the service department. Ask if you could talk to a technician. You just have a few questions. Do they have the time? Most of them will have it. Especially this time of year, business slows down, always does. And go get the technician's point of view and get the service department's point of view on how much they participate in the process of your purchase. <clears throat> this is how you avoid disasters you're not going to avoid the thing breaking but to avoid a disaster where you feel like this is the worst decision we ever made in the world this is the worst thing that's ever happened talk to the people that work on them then see the sales department because it <clears throat> they're all going to have their different opinions about their brands but the participation of getting to know a technician, getting to know a service writer, getting to know the service manager of every dealership you visit will give you a perspective on who you should buy from. Not what you should buy. Who. I'm telling you, this lady... Liz Amazing, at Liz Amazing. She's feeding on people's negativity for money. She doesn't do it for pride. She does it for money. 
And I don't blame her. It's a good living. To get 15, 20 million views of people that are scared half to death of RVs because, oh my God, there's 205 videos on people that are upset with their RVs. 205 out of 56,000 sold this year. It's a pretty good ratio. So that's what you need really, that, that's what separates, what separates who you should buy from is what quality people do they have working for them. Here's the bottom line. If a service person during a slow day will not speak to you about things in person, not over the phone, but in person, it doesn't matter if they have the most desirable RV in the world. Wrong dealership to buy from. Wrong dealership to consider for service. Wrong people to consider from buying from. My service guys are trained customer service first. That's how they're trained. They are trained that they take care of the customer and we'll worry about manufacturer warranty stuff later. That's why I don't have units. <clears throat> Seriously, that's why I don't have any units that are warranty work units sitting in my service base or sitting in my service yard. Sometimes we have them for a week or two or three weeks because we're waiting for parts. I bypass everything and say, we are going to take care of the customer and then we'll go fight for the money and warranty. Now, I do that for the customers that buy from my dealership. I don't do it if you go and travel 3,000 miles to save a buck. But if you come to my dealership and you buy from me and you're a local and you didn't go travel 3,000 miles to save however much money in freight, you will be taken care of at my dealership. Yeah, the other day, had some people live in Carson City. Call me up. They got ripped off. Some mobile guy said he wouldn't do the warranty work that they have to pay out of pocket. 900 bucks. Guy ripped them off. You want to know what kind of bad taste they had in their mouth? I'm like, take that repair order, get it to me, and I will get as much as I can reimbursed to you because that's horse manure. That is baloney. And the guy looked at me and goes, wow, nobody ever offered that. Of course they didn't. We have to stop with this mentality that we have to research ourselves to death to see if we can get the best product. They're all built pretty much very similarly, guys. That's the secret. There isn't that many differences. There's quality differences, don't get me wrong, at different price points and different levels. When we look at a Coleman travel trailer, Coleman, Aspen Trail, Colorado are the bottom of the barrel. Zinger, bottom of the barrel. That's your that's that's below garbage. Period and report. The brands that Camping World sells that are Camping World brands only are absolute trash. But it's cheap. It's affordable. But you get what you pay for. 
But does that mean you can't keep a Coleman or an Aspen Trail or Colorado, which are all the same unit? Does that mean that you can't take care of the unit enough where it'll last you a little while? Doesn't mean that. <clears throat> it just means it's extra work, a little more headaches. You're going to have more problems than if you spend $40,000 on a Flagstaff or a Rockwood or a Keystone Cougar or a Surveyor or Shadow Cruiser. But it doesn't mean that that 15995 coach or 14995 coach, it doesn't mean that that unit can't be taken care of well enough to last you a few years so you can build up to another rig when it comes to used all used comes with problems you're inheriting somebody else's problems there's a reason why the owner is selling it or traded it into the dealership Again, that does not mean that it cannot be well-maintained and taken care of afterward to last you a few years. Look, guys, Grand Design, especially their fifth wheels, are absolutely the worst god-awful pieces of junk that I've ever worked on. They make Grand Design out to be the best quality ever. No one touches them. Brinkley, that new company. I just stare and go, dudes, you guys spend all the money on this interior design that you forgot the basics of how black tank and gray tanks work. I can't tell you how many black tanks, sewer lines, water lines, and electrical problems I have had with Grand Design fifth wheels over the last five years. We just, at my dealership, we're not a Grand Design dealer, but I will go and do customer pay stuff, and I got people coming in crying. I got young ladies coming in in absolute tears because their Grand Design solitude, momentum, or reflection is falling apart. Why? Because no one told them the truth that you're going to get all this beauty and interior design and all these quality cabinets, but they cut corners somewhere. And where they cut corners is in their electrical system and their sewer. And sometimes their water lines. We had three reflections and five solitudes and one momentum just in the last three months come in for the same freaking problems. So no one's perfect. Nobody at all is perfect. No rig you buy is ever going to be perfect. And not every not every dealer in the world has one of me that knows all this stuff. And everybody goes, and you still sell RVs? Yeah. 
I sell a lifestyle, man. I sell fun. I sell freedom. That's what I sell. And it comes with a toolkit and a sense of humor. And people laugh and they go, wow. But when I send people out, I send them out prepared. Why? Because all I did was stress for years. My brain would feel like it's going to explode every day because every day there was a problem with somebody's rig. The first four years I was in this industry, I wanted to throw up. But building them and working on them put a whole new perspective on things for me. And I'm so glad I did it. I'm super excited I did it. <clears throat> but once again, you're a first-time buyer. Don't over-research it. When you when the best advice I can give you is when you walk on a lot after you've talked to service after you've gotten kind of an idea what a company's service department is like. Did they come out and say hello? Were they respectful to you? Did you know? Did they answer? Did they were they deflective about their questions? When you get through all that, then what you need to do is you need to find a person that's a guide. This is not something you buy the very first day you go out. This is something you buy after you do a little bit of homework. Not a year of homework. A couple weeks, a couple days. Depending on where you're at in life and how far along you're getting. And find a guide. And that guide... Or you call him a salesperson. I'm going to call him a guide at that point. <clears throat> you find a guide that you give him all the parameters of things that you've seen online, seen in person. Maybe you've seen at a campground. Maybe you've seen at a family member's house. What you want it to, you know, if it's a towable unit, what kind of truck you have, what kind of don't give them the answer of, well, as cheap as I can get it. That's a bullcrap answer. Give them a budget. Give them a price and monthly budget. So if you're financing, give them, I call them the trifecta. Give them how much you want to spend, how much down payment, and what kind of payment you're looking for. They all correlate anyway. Be upfront, folks. Because the more upfront you are, the more you're going to find a guy like me. When people play games with me, I don't even want to deal with them. They figure that out real quick. Like, I won't even answer questions. When, when a customer comes in and won't answer my just very professional, direct, easygoing questions, and they give me answers like, well, as cheap as I can get it, or as big as I can get when you give me an answer like that, I give up. When I get somebody that walks on a lot and says, we're not sure what we want to spend, then, okay, I'm going to ask another question. So, are you folks the $1,000 a month people? Well, no. Okay, are you the $100 a month people? 
Well, that'd be nice. I give up. Be direct. Make it a conversation. You'd be surprised the experience you actually have. Don't give them any info. Don't tell them anything. Otherwise, they're going to have ammunition. You're not getting a good, a good deal if you tell them anything. Come on, man. I'm telling you. Like, every customer that's ever purchased from me can never say I was not direct with them. But they were also direct with me. I've had people come on my lot and tell me I only want to spend 10 grand. Okay, great. Are you going to write a check for 10 grand or are you going to finance a portion of it? Well, it depends. Well, what do you mean it depends? I'm not asking if you got 10 grand. I'm asking which way do you plan on going? You might have a 401k, you might have an equity line you want to write a check for. I don't know you. I don't know your personal business. So I don't ask where it's coming from. I just like, hey, are you going to finance a portion of it or are you going to write a check? And the people that tell me, oh, we're going to write a check for ten grand, Great. Let me show you what I got for $10,000. Follow me. Or you know what? I don't have, most of the time it's like, no, I don't have anything for that kind of money right now. Let me get your information. I'll give you an email and a te text when I get something. Hopefully you're still in the market by then. Not that hard, guys. You don't waste your time. You don't waste their time. Mostly your time. Your time is valuable. Don't waste your time being sarcastic and, and, and deflective. People complain about car salespeople. I complain about customers. Like, come on, guys. I'm as direct and upfront as you can get. And when you figure that out with me, hopefully you haven't made me, like, uninterested. I get uninterested. I get disinterested really quick if I don't have communication. It's the same thing when I go to a bar. If I go to a bar and I'm going to go talk to a girl and she's like, oh, well, I guess, or I don't know, I'm here with friends, or I have a boyfriend. Okay, enjoy. I'll be over here on the other side. I lose interest. Like, okay, I don't need, I'm not going to work that hard for somebody that doesn't want to communicate and have a conversation. So if you're a first-time buyer, find a guide that you like and trust, get to know he or she, and, and enjoy the process. I truly believe that one thing that's really missing in the RV world is the experiences, man. This is supposed to be a fun purchase. This isn't a car where you're trying to grind for every penny because you're going to put a million miles on it. This is building memories. This is building family bonding time. This is about dreams. Get over the fact that it's you're you're not going to be able to negotiate a really good deal with anybody if you don't answer the professional questions. The unethical questions, totally different story. But when they're professional, easygoing questions like, hey, 
Did you guys come up with a price budget you're looking at? If you haven't, be straight up and say, no, we really haven't discussed that yet. Okay, then I have some follow-up questions for you. You know, I, I do. I have some great follow-up questions to somebody that's direct and says, no, we really haven't thought about that yet. What we really want to do is find something, find out what they kind of look like inside. We've done some homework online. Oh, great. You've done some homework online. Perfect. What online did you find curious that you want to see in person? Well, it might be out of our budget. I don't care if it's outside of your budget later down the road. What did you come down to actually touch and feel? What are the floor plans? Well, just show us everything. Okay, at that point, I've lost interest. You're, you're, you're wasting your time. You're wasting everybody else's time. Oh, well, we saw this one trailer online that had an L-shaped kitchen and recliners in it. Okay, follow me. I'll go show you what that looks like. And then normally what I do after that is I just kind of guide you through a few floor plans so you don't get confused. And so that way when you find something you like, we try to stick it in your brain so that way you remember it. There you have a visualization of how you felt, what you did like, what you didn't like, instead of wandering around every single unit on the lot. Good Lord. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving weekend. And we will see you again tomorrow.